Hey guys. Hi. Welcome to episode 54 of Res Hockey. I am Trev, and with me is Mr. Fans Only. And you can't see him right now. We're on video, and fucking guys, oops, I swore. You Fuck. swore, yeah. The guy's wearing no fucking shirt, man. You swore again. I swore again. <laughs> this episode, I'm going to say every F-bomb I want. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> oh. Oh. That yeah, was his only fans alert. It's ping. Ping. <laughs> I got the. Jeez. We got a lot of uh, comments and feedback from Bush's uh, attempt to make an OnlyFans page of his feet. That was a crazy meme I made, eh? Yeah, that's a good name. FYI, guys, those weren't his real toes. No, yeah, <laughs> people thought they were. It's like, ew, Bush, you got gross toes, man. <laughs> Cut your nails. So, FYI, those are not his toes. I keep them trimmed. They're not. They're not mine either. I just googled like ugly, <laughs> ugly feet. <laughs> ugly feet. Yeah. Tag me. Yeah. So, episode fifty-four. Uh, our guest for this episode, he is from Musni. I was going to say Musni First Nation, but Musni is not a river. <laughs> He's from Musni, Ontario, uh, which is just across the river from Moose Cree First Nation. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, a big part of the Moose Cree Scrappers hockey team that were at the Freddy this year. Um, our guest for episode 54 is Mr. Caden Butterfly. Uh, sorry. <laughs> How come you're coughing, man? Holy shit. Dude. Put your hand against your chest. Or like, look how black your hand is <laughs> and your chest is just white. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you can't see now because, oh, yeah. Let's do the shit. Oh, yeah. wow. I tan quite a lot. Holy man! What do I uh, call me? Yeah, it's like a farmer's tan. And... <laughs> yeah, you got like you got like three different browns on Bush right now. Like his face <laughs> yeah. is different brown. His arm and his I body. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Uh, good interview with Caden. Uh, I've known his family my in my whole life. So, um, yeah, it was fun. Unfortunately, Bush wasn't able to join us. He had other fucking priorities. Well, it wasn't really my fault. It just, I, I was able to log on. I, was, I turned on my uh, computer at 8.25, and then at 8.26, the Windows 10 decided to do an automatic update in 3, 2, 1, and I couldn't stop it. So I just... So, I, um, I, I, I texted Trevor at 8... The time is eight thirty six. Yeah, I'm scanning him. Windows update eight thirty p.m. and it was still going. And then uh, eight thirty four, I said I was trying to join, but I was already uh, um, blacklisted by him. <laughs> uh, do you have any shoutouts this week for the episode? For this episode? For this episode? Episode fifty four. Are we in 54? Yeah, yeah, we're 54. I have not. I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Um, hello to everyone out there. Hello, yeah. hello, hello, hello. Echo, echo. I think I have an echo in this thing. 
don't you know it, it might sound like it, but uh listening to you right now on your mic i don't hear no echo nothing uh unfortunately we didn't have a cuz of the week i never uh, uh i was kind no of one, slacking this week so no one stopped me on my on my 20k run trading they probably oh, didn't want I do have with, different tans with your three color of fucking brown you have but 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 three tone three tan. three tone tan so yeah sorry no cuz of the week but yeah. if you want to be cuz of the week shoot us a message man don't be shy we'll be more than happy to uh more than happy to uh let you be cuz of the week mm-hmm. i don't have shadows shut just shout out to everyone. What's up? Shout out to everyone out. Yeah. I'm on uh I want to shout out to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now that's a weird signing, eh? With Johnny Hockey. Why would Johnny Hockey go to yeah. a, like one of the shittiest hockey markets in the NHL? Like from Calgary, where you're gonna be idolized and loved and hated uh, to Columbus. Like, what the hell's in Columbus? Ohio. <laughs> That's the state. Yeah, I know. I said Columbus, <laughs> oh, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. So that's I don't know. Columbus. What is in Ohio? I don't know. Nothing. Ohio State Buckeyes. I don't know. <laughs> oh, freak! The hell! I don't yeah, think I've ever been all, to Ohio. All cities decided. Yeah, you're right. Why? And he took less money. Like New Jersey, which is his home state, offered him more money. So yeah, you know what's weird. Mike, Mike, sorry to interrupt. Mike Commodore made a tweet and uh, interrupted you, and uh, he made a good point. He he said that why wouldn't? Or actually, the the last sentence, last question was why wouldn't Johnny Gojo sign? Is you, you Canada had restrictions? You you look at not this Stanley Cup final, but the last Stanley Cup final. Montreal had no fans in the stands because of Canada COVID restrictions. Well, Columbus sucks. Everybody, they don't have fans, anyways. Everybody in the in the states, there was no restrictions. There's fans everywhere. People were living their life free. They weren't restricted to do anything. And Canada was. What uh, Commodore said as COVID Canada. Or I don't know Canada COVID rules. So he had he actually made a good point. So why wouldn't Johnny Goodrow sign in the states where you know people are living their life? They don't care about this virus going around. Maybe it's the taxes too. Maybe that's just another thing. That's another another good thing, um, and the wage itself, yeah. Because uh, I just googled it. Yeah. Ohio has a five point seven five percent state sales tax rate, so that's not too bad, what right? Like, yeah. Well, they gotta pay like they're not like on Canada where we gotta pay a provincial tax and mm-hmm. a government GST, tax, GST, yeah. right? So. If you were a free agent, would you go sign with a team that had less taxes? You know, they were shitty. <laughs> I've always wondered about this question. And uh, if you're playing in Canada for the last four or five years, would you not want to go play someplace warm and totally anonymous? Yeah. Because Connor McDavid can't go anywhere in, in Edmonton. Austin Matthews can't go anywhere in Toronto without enjoying a without enjoying a cup of coffee. Or, um you can go in Las Vegas, you're nobody, you're you're anonymous. <laughs> you you can go in Florida, you can be, you know, you can you're Steven Sankos, 
you're you're cruising strips in Tampa Bay. You don't have to pay no one any attention, and you're just some chump and uh, get grabbing a coffee. I'm I'm guarantee you that's the same in Columbus. Like, oh he, yeah, he, for sure. He, he's just some average human being that's grabbing a a beer, grabbing a pizza, grabbing everything. Like, no one knows. No one's gonna know him. But totally anonymous. So, yeah. Like, why not? I know that's what I would do if I was in that situation. Holy crap, I am tan. Jeez. Well, I told you, man. You Holy. Like three shades of brown, and that's just your shoulders. Your <laughs> I'm sorry, your, guys. I can't. Your do ass this. is probably just white, too. <laughs> <laughs> probably got like four or five colors just happening. Fucking wear a shirt. How <laughs> can I find my shirt to put it on? I don't know why this guy came on. <laughs> Butt naked, man. Don't stand up, man. Don't stand up. You'll just see your. I just we just finished a ball game. You'll see your plus thirty five. You'll say, "Oh, I was in the pool. I was in the pool." (laughs) (laughs) What else? Like who else signs? That was a big signing. Oh yeah, fucking Jack Siv Campbell. Jack Campbell. He's gonna be a Siv for you guys. He's gonna play in the second round. You guys are not going to make it past the first round. Fuck. <laughs> I like swearing. I know you do. You're going to let loose. You should You should put a, an asterisk with this episode. Say caution. It is on. There is like an E uh, yep. for explicit language. Explicit language. Five years is not too bad. I thought he was going to ask me for seven, no. seven, eight, maybe. Jack Campbell. Well, you, well, you probably called up your, your, uh, your boy Hyman. And say, what's it like playing on, in the second round? I said, you know what, man, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, who were the winners of the free agents? Free agency, do you think? It's, um, would you consider Edmonton since they signed Kane well, again? Well, because I'm biased. Yeah, Kane. He, that's a good. That's not a good money contract, but it's good. He got paid. Uh, he people know what and he knows what was to what he's expected of it in Edmonton. So you guys signed Calvin Picard, Greg McCaig, Brent Frank Kulak, Kulak, yeah, uh, Kane Campbell, and, your, and, and Brad boy, Malone, and your boy Campbell, yeah. So you guys really didn't. Other than that, you guys had a shitty signing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's your well, anger base this week? I don't know, man. It's just you're irritated for some reason. I am. Maybe because I'm looking at your ten. <laughs> I got my I got my towel on now. You can't see it. The Leafs signed a lot of players. Yeah. Hmm. See, Malkin resigned with Pittsburgh. I think he just did that to, just to be over dramatic, saying, "Oh, yeah. I'm gonna test free agency and they first don't day like comes- me. They don't like me no more." <laughs> First day like he me, signs Trevor. with the Penguins. Yeah. So you still got Kadri. I wonder what he's doing. Like, what's what's his game plan for staying a free agent for? Yeah. I think the longer he waits, the less money that mm-hmm. they'll have out for him. Uh, Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear Ethan is Bear, yeah. uh, a restricted free agent, which Carolina has gave him a contract offer but they didn't say how much i looked it up he made 2.5 million this year Ooh, that's, an, that's american too that's a lot of yeah. money that lots of good cash how much is that in canadian uh 
probably three and a half, four. Okay, I'll put three. three. Plus, he's got his res, his, uh, res gas and everything. It'll be okay. How much did he say? He made 2.5? 2.5 American. Hmm. Yeah, that was over 3 mil he made. <laughs> so, good for him. Do you think he'll... Uh, well, you know what? Bear with Bear, they just tr- Carolina just traded for uh, Brent Burns, right? Yes. So he's yeah. kind of still at the same spot he was with to- Tony D'Angelo. Mm. But with Tony D'Angelo getting traded, I thought Bear was gonna move up the move up the ladder with the 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 D's that they have. But since yeah. Burns got traded, he's back where he started. So, but I mean. I'll make two point five million playing five six defenseman position. Yeah, that's still a lot of good money. I went to look up on the Google the the price, the salaries for Indigenous yeah. players. Brandon Montour will be making three point five million. Uh, Carey Price is ten and a half million. TJ Oshie is five point seven. And Brady Keeper is at seven hundred sixty-two thousand. So that's that's good, man. They're making bank these young guys. Yeah, like that's a lot of money. Do you invest it? Absolutely, you should. How much? Twenty-five percent of the salary should you invest, or? You should you should you should aim high. Go about thirty, maybe forty five percent of your salary to invest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're because you'll probably make bank. Yeah, I don't know, four or five years. That's it. Yeah, and then after that, no one's going to sign you for a three four million a year. <laughs> so hopefully, Bears will sign with Carolina, and he'll. Uh... <laughs> Stay at Carolina Hurricane. I stopped at the ga- uh his gas his reserve has a gas station outside Regina and a Petro Canada, and they have just all this Ethan Bear stuff for sale. They have like jerseys, signed jerseys for sale, and they had a couple Edmonton Oilers plaques pictures yeah. for sale. But I didn't see no uh, Hartford Whalers jersey though. That would be sick. That would have been awesome. Did you see that post on Facebook where Wabakoi First Nation, it's a uh, community north of Thunder Bay, they're having their summer festival and they gave like a bunch of rules and things for outsiders or visitors, I guess. Um, I'll, I'll text you that list. That was in Kamloops too, eh? Yeah. But this one's pretty funny. Like, um, I just text you that list right now. So there's there's a number of, number of, okay, they have 13, 13 rules and regulations. Uh, number four is pretty much one that a lot of people were laughing at. All visitors are to respect the marriage of community members and shall not interfere into end the marriages in any way. <laughs> <laughs> What do you I mean by that? That's that? number four. 
yeah. What do you, what do you think they mean by that? No, no uh, texting, no messaging. I think, I think no texting or Instagram DMs or uh, only fans. Don't try to go mudge yeah. so and so's husband or wife. Yeah. Even even if they're fighting, stay away from them. Like what else was number? The okay number nine. The community and organizers will not re, not be responsible for any loss of money, personal belongings, or broken, or broken relationships. relationships. So that means you can't sue them for uh, so cheated. Oh yeah. So or getting broken up or getting left at the getting left at the powwow. <laughs> These are. This is quite the, the list, eh? Yeah, this is crazy. Well, number one makes sense because I think they're a dry reserve. Alcohol, yeah. beverages, and toxicant substances, trafficking yeah, or illegal drugs are not allowed to enter into the community of Wabakoy. So I know some of those flying reserves, mm-hmm. there's police officers or peacekeepers that, that will look in your, your bag and they will take away your booze if you try to bring alcohol yeah. into the reserves. Do you think it's better to have a, a a wet reserve, meaning like alcohol is allowed, or have a dry reserve? Because what my go, dad lives, drive. my dad lives in a reserve in Northern Ontario, Peelmonic, and they're allowed alcohol in the reserve, and he said it's less less you get less trouble really because you don't have people try to smuggle it in and it's mm. easier for the cops but then again you get fights and yeah arguments, right so if you don't really what do you you know what i'm trying to say like you don't uh either way you're given the cops are going to be working hard and so yeah it's it's a tough tough one like there's a lot of I think I don't want to see wins because you don't really win, right? So, no. Because I know a lot of communities, you see that they have discussions whether to ha- ha- they'll allow alcohol in their community or no. But, well, we're not, okay, FYI, 100%, yeah. we're not saying alcohol is good. We're not promoting alcohol. No, no, we're not. No. But FYI, Bush is drinking a beer right now. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. If, you're, if your community allows it, good for you. If your community doesn't allow it, yeah. good for you too. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, okay, let's uh, head over to our interview with Mr. Caden Butterfly. Hey guys, Res Hockey would like to introduce you our guest for episode 54. He is from good old Moosonee, Ontario, where I grew up as a kid. Uh, and he's currently a band member of Moose Cree First Nation. Res Hockey would like to welcome Mr. Caden Butterfly to the show. Welcome to the show, Caden. Right on. Thanks for having me. It's been uh it's been a while since the Fred area that we uh we're trying to link up, so it's nice to uh, get together. Yeah, I know we were supposed to plan to do the interview yesterday, but I was coming back from that Craven 
that uh, country thunderfest in Regina. Yeah. So I was running out of time. I messaged that Morgan Whalen. Yeah, it was Morgan that sounds Wallen like was there on Saturday Wallen, with yeah. uh, Hardy. Oh, nice! So it was oh, good... they got a they got a good. Uh, my wife likes this uh, song called uh, I think it's like Flower Shops or something. Oh yeah, that's Morgan Wallen. Yeah, that's a good one. It was a really good concert. I think it was it was packed. It was like fifty thousand people in this small. Right small on. area so it was fun but yeah i messaged you when i was in winnipeg like sorry i won't be able to make it i'm running out of time and of course i gotta stop at the mall coming through right. winnipeg so no and, i get it yeah for sure uh so um how did you get started in hockey i mean you know how things are up here there's not uh not a whole lot to do i mean if you're if you're not playing hockey, it's like basketball in school or something. You're just playing against the other uh, school here. It's just like two other schools. So, I mean, hockey was it when you're uh, growing up. I played uh, I played uh, two divisions growing up, so I was always used to playing against like older guys. And I think uh, a reason why I was probably a little more ahead of others is that I think I was on the ice like sometimes like five six hours a night, like just from <laughs> like shinnies to practices twice a year and or twice a night with two different teams and then I would go and uh play men's with my dad and that so I was doing that it was like a 12 13 year old before I moved away I think uh moved out when uh when I hit grade nine that's when I decided to go it was mainly for school and you know hockey was just a bonus you mentioned your dad Ray I've known your your parents (laughs) Ray and Mariah like most of my life uh how big of an influence were your parents along with your like your uncle mark and your your family yeah i mean uh my parents were huge i mean they're pretty sporty growing up my mom was a pretty good ball player from what i hear you know what i'm i was at the weird age where i wasn't really uh old enough to like watch i would i don't remember <laughs> i wish i could have because you know he, he talks a pretty big game when he uh <laughs> his uh his old hockey day so it'd be nice to you know have receipts but uh you know, big influence growing up. I, I mean, I used to, I remember specifically like him bringing home like, uh, like MVPs or top scorers. And, you know, it was cool to see, like, they used to get some pretty nice merch back then. They get like these moose head mitts and for top scores and whatnot. But I mean, you mentioned Mark too. Uh, that's who I lived with in Sudbury when I moved away and uh, he played a big party. He's like uh, my second dad out there. Um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, the Moosonee Church, the Pentecostal Church, used to have ice time on Friday nights. I must have been, this was like in the 80s still. And I remember your late grandfather, Elmer. He, I thought he was like one of the best players I ever seen. Like he was really, eh? he, used to, wow. he used to skate Friday nights and he was just him and Alec Gunner. There was a couple That's from the funny. church that used to be yeah, like yeah. really good players. Those uh, two are like good skaters from what I heard. But uh, I remember my grandpa like still rocking microns when I was a kid. He was still <laughs> wheeling around at like public skates and that. That's funny. I remember your grandpa sold my dad these Bauer skates and they had the clear plastic tucks. And I oh, thought those geez. were like the coolest, coolest skates I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think my grandpa had like a sports store or something. Yeah, to get my dad like uh, just like bundles of twigs there for the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, you won the Telus Cup, which is the national championship for U eighteen. 
I still call it midget triple yeah. A. I just kind of get used to that U18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually want, won the provincial. We won the you provincial. Won the provincial? It's, called, it's weird, though, because it was called the Central Talus, and then you go really? to the Talus. Yeah. Okay. Um, we went to the Talus and got smoked. I wish we did, did win the – Yeah, man, we went there, and we we were playing against uh, – this one team from Quebec was sick. They had, like, uh, Gauthier. He was just uh, he was just with the Toronto organization for a little bit, Freddie Gauthier. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Laurent Dauphin. They, they, all these guys were all on one team. There's a couple other guys. Uh, a guy, like, was a bantam. He's playing midget, and he went, like, first overall the next year. It was nuts. It was, it's crazy, the, uh, like, how good some of the, ban- the midget teams are there. And, you know, a lot of these guys are, like, uh, in prep schools or, like, they're going to NCAA. And, you know, they, they were good. It was good hockey, <laughs> but I, sh- I probably should have just played it off that I was wanted. Eh? That's what it sounded like <laughs> for the interview. Where was that tournament being held? It was in Edmonton, and uh, just outside Edmonton, sorry, in Leduc. Okay, Leduc. Um, yeah. How was yeah. it playing in the the Great North Midget League? Uh, I was pretty. It was pretty good. I made the. I, they wanted me to travel for the minor a minor hockey team. That's how they. That was like one of the first couple of years they started doing that. So uh, I didn't think I was going to get a lot of ice time there. So I jumped up. Like I said, I was always used to playing against like older guys, so I didn't think I would uh, be too too bad of playing as a minor midget against like major midget guys. But you know, I did fine. It was a growing year. We had kind of a rough year there, and then the next year, you know, we had a really good team once uh, once the ninety five group came in from the minor minor team, and you know, we were provincial champs, and uh, you know, even just to go to the Talos is, is a pretty good feat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys wanted for some reason. No, that central talus makes it uh, a little tricky. Um, after U18, you played junior in the Northern Ontario League and in the Ontario Provincial League, and even had a cup in the O. Um, how was your junior experience? Uh, that was fun. I had uh, you know a lot of good groups of guys in uh, in the Noge. I think. Uh, there's a different batch in the Noge. I think there's some guys that know like uh, their uh, their careers kind of dwindling down <laughs> there, and you know they're kind of just playing their years out. And I noticed like when you go down towards the southern leagues, like they're pretty serious, even in their twenty. Like a lot of guys that are still playing junior as twenty year olds, you know they got like uh, commitments lined up, and it was fun. You know, I, I think uh, I was able to jump right into uh, after the first year anyway able to jump into like a power play role and, you know, really start to develop my offensive game. And uh, I was one, uh, I was one spot behind uh, a true freshman commit, actually. His name was uh, Bradley Bell out of Sudbury. He's nasty. Oh yeah. And uh, he was just this little pup playing in front of me and uh, he was just doing this crazy stuff on the blue line. So he injured, which sucked for him, but uh, I kind of was able to step in there and I think I got like a, 10 game point streak or something and kind of really took off there and kind of was able to play in those like central Canada cup uh, oh, yeah. tournaments for like team NOJHL. And, you know, I got some, uh, turned some eyes when I was down South that way and uh, made it my way down South to like Hamilton and that area and playing the OJ. And, you know, that's a good league, lots of skill, pretty fast. And I think I was able to, you know, kind of get into that league and, show what I had there and I was uh 
chose him to do in that CJ CJ top prospect game. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool experience. You know, he had all the on ice testing, off ice testing. It was pretty uh pretty cool. Just like uh, any of one of those like top prospect games you see on like the OHL map. Oh, yeah. It was pretty professionally run, and I think it was picked by uh, NHL Central Scouting too. So cool experience. Junior was arrived. How about your? Uh, you played three games for the Sudbury Wolves in the O. How how was how was that playing? Three games. That was cool. It was cool, but I mean, I kind of because once I got down south, I started like uh, getting some notice from like some schools too when I was in my uh, 19, 20 year old year. But I think I was like a 17 year old kid. You get a call from uh, OHL team at like four o'clock, get to the rink at five. Like you're going to get to the rink at five every time. So, you know, I actually have a funny memory from my first uh, first game. I went on, had my first shift. I actually played forward my first game in the OHL. <laughs> they called me in to the office. I thought they were joking. They said, uh, you know, when's the last time you played uh, forward? And I said, uh, geez, like peewee maybe. You know how it is. <laughs> like uh, Moose Factory, you kind of play everywhere. But, uh, and he said, well, you're going tonight. And I said, first first OHL game. And I was like, this kind of felt a little, like a little, like, should I do this? Like, because they kind of put it in, put the ball on my court. Like, if you don't want to play, we get it. Yeah. So I played. And I kind of just ran around through body that night. <laughs> first, uh, first shift, I got back off, and one of the one of the guys on the first line looks on the bench. He says, "Say goodbye to your eligibility butterfly." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that just ringing in my head, like to this day. I'm like, "Geez, I probably probably should have went home that day." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it was fun. It was always fun. Uh, 17 year old kid getting to play and uh, I mean I grew up I had some like high school buddies come to the game and it was fun fun to play in front of those guys you uh does that still kind of go in your mind you think about it like I don't want to say like regrets yeah no, yeah with like maybe I mean, going down to d1 in the states and stuff like that for sure for sure I mean I didn't even think that that was going to be a possibility you know at the time uh, I mean, I wasn't the greatest high school student, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't have any SATs written or anything like that. So, I mean, it was something I wish I did do because, you know, I ended up finishing my four or I think it's four years of junior. I aged out of a junior anyway, so it would have been nice to have something lined up, you know, after that. And, you know, I had an agent at the time who was you know, trying to, like, work on a redshirt year and, you know, to try to get that eligibility back. But, you know nothing really fell through and I had a little bit of a you know I had something going on with a hip that I had to get end up getting surgery once I uh, turned 21 so that was a bit of an issue too so I mean you don't want to take all this baggage on when you're bringing somebody onto a team you know what I mean so I get it but you know that's just the way she goes I I think I wouldn't change anything you know um going to Hamilton was probably like one of the worst hockey decisions we we say hockey decisions I've made, but you know I met my wife down there. Um, I got my ass on all that, and we're you know happily married. I think going on like three years now. So you know it's funny how funny how things work because we're like from polar opposite sides of Ontario. You know it's, a, it's quite the travel to go see the in laws and vice versa. So all right on. Um, uh, let's talk about the Moose Creek Scrappers. Uh, you guys recently played in the Freddy this past May. How was it playing in such a 
like a big event, like on the pretty much on a national stage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it felt it was like right on par with like those national tournaments you play in, like midget. You know what I mean? It's fun to. I mean, it, I think it hit a little more closer to home because you're playing for your own community, not just like Team Ontario. You know what I mean? Playing with guys like you, you grew up with, or like honestly, um, some of the older guys on my team, like you looked up to those guys. You know, they were uh, five, five years older than you. You know, playing junior, playing, you know, getting cracks at the OHL, like guys like Brandon Biederman and you know TCM. You know, guys like that that were yeah. playing junior before you. And you know, it's uh, it's it's been a while since we had that uh, like a lineup like that and. Like, um, it would be funny to see, like, how spread out we are across Ontario, like, our group of guys. We got, like, guys out in your area. And we even got guys, like, down down south and like, Sudbury and Ottawa and North Bay. You know, we're all over the place. So it's hard to get everybody, you know, down for a tourney. And, you know, it's hard to even ask guys in Thunder Bay to drive to, like, northern Quebec. It's like a 20-hour, yeah. you know, 24-hour trip. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't think we knew how good we were going over there. And it was exciting. And, uh, you know, we wanted to go over there and play the best. We didn't want any, like, uh, you know, we wanted to see how we stacked up against the, these other teams. And, you know, we I think we ended up playing against some big names over there. And I think we made some noise and uh, we're pretty excited to get back there. Uh, Bush and I, we did a top five before the Freddy. And we had you guys on our list and we got a lot of like feedback from that list. Like people were messaging us and why well, is Moose Factory on the list? They never, never played at the Freddy before, but a lot of people didn't know, like I knew what you guys mm-hmm. were capable of, but a lot of people th- throughout Canada didn't know. So I was, got a lot of, I guess it was, I'll say bad feedback because people were no, kind of yeah. upset and you yeah. kind of, Pushed around. I mean, kind of no names, right? Yeah, like, like no one knew who you guys were, right? So, yeah. Uh, like, how uh, was it playing? It that? Made you look smart, eh? Yeah, it made <laughs> me look good. So, thanks for uh, making me look good. Yeah. <laughs> how was it playing uh, body contact again? Man, I missed it. I was talking to my dad about it because uh, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of conversations on uh, on that travel home, you know, after yeah. a tournament like that. Because my dad's on the bench with us, but. Uh, so much easier as a defenseman to play body contact like that like i'm playing in these class a tournaments in quebec against like uh you know guys like Bernd cooper and i can only poke check him yeah and, like he's he's gonna put it through my legs like you know nine times <laughs> out of ten you know what i mean it's, yeah it's, it makes the game a little easier definitely not easier on the body you know i was feeling it for the next <laughs> couple uh couple of weeks honestly but you know it's it's definitely fun to throw the body is definitely fun to get hit again you know yeah kind of wakes you up it's a it's a different kind of hockey it's a different kind of tempo and uh you know different different guys were uh you know having big weekends for us because that's that's their kind of hockey uh your first game was against red pheasant rebels uh it was a 2-2 game but there must have been over 100 hits between you, the both of your, of you guys, like how how was that first game? Knowing it was so physical, and it was probably one I watched a lot of hockey that weekend. And it was probably the most hits I've seen all weekend. Yeah, I mean, I think that was uh, I think that was just us getting the jitters out. You know, first body contact tourney in a while. <laughs> I mean, in I mean, our first tourney in two years, and 
you know, our first body contact tournament since like a lot of us have played, you know, organized hockey. So, you know, when we stopped playing like junior, a lot of these guys stopped hitting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's uh, definitely, you know, I think, I think we probably should have won that game. You know, yeah. that one's, that one's one we, we definitely wanted to win. Cause I think if, it, you know, that's not our first game in two years, you know, I think, I think we win that game every time, you know. Uh, championship Sunday at the Freddy. Uh, the Scrappers lost to the eventual champions, Norway House Bruins. Um, let's yeah. talk about that. How was that game? That's a tough one to swallow. Eh? That was a good game. What did you think of that game? I I was so excited that you guys were up going into a third. <laughs> I was kind of cheering yeah. for both because like I'm buddies with Wacy and Judd and Colton, which yeah. they were yeah, three yeah. of their best players, right? So it was, I was kind of because they're not from there, right? Am I no, right? they were they were imports. Okay. So I was. Happy. I mean, it, it was good hockey. Good hockey. It was. I mean, like I said, you wanted to go over there and play the best, and you know it's tough being up a goal as champions. But uh, you know, I think uh, I think Norway House was going through a little bit with uh, you know the loss of one of their brothers, and yeah, I think uh, you know that's just how the hockey gods work sometimes. You know, I think they uh, they needed that one, and I think. Uh, I saw a post on Facebook today that uh, it was the year anniversary or something of their passing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one year ago, Brent. Brent. Yeah. Wilson. Yeah. He, he was a really good defenseman too. He was he? Away. Yeah. He was really good. So one my, my, my condolences to the Wilson family, by the way. And uh, I mean, you know, congrats to Norway House. That's a huge win. So do you guys have the confidence now that, yes, Moose Creek yeah. Scrappers can can oh, yeah. play with the best of them? For sure. I do. I think we, I think we iced. I think that team could have did it, you know. I think uh, I wouldn't have changed the thing, you know. That, that, that was a good hockey team we iced. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of scary, too, because uh, it's uh, kind of you know, set a fire under some guys' butts back home. And they're, uh, you know, getting in the gym and they want to come and come and play like you know guys that were uh you know back home that probably should have been there you know that would have helped out where you know maybe they thought they were out of shape and we we thought we were going to go into some hockey where you know everyone is going to be in shape you know what i mean we kind of expected that because they're playing tournaments every other weekend but you know just it's native hockey you have some guys that are you know still (laughs) hopping and puffing out there yeah i think we have some guys back home you know that could really help us out so and then even some young guys playing junior that uh, were a little busy this year. So uh, I'm excited for next year. You mentioned your dad, Ray, was on was one of the uh, coaches. Uh, did he yell at you during during any of the games? <laughs> no, no, he's down with the uh, he's down at the forwards there. So there's like a invisible uh, invisible shield there, just going down <laughs> half of the bench. <laughs> he's always, uh, you know, we never really butt heads like that like obviously we probably did when I was like maybe like a younger kid you know minor hockey I think when he stopped coaching me and I started playing you know organized stuff and like major band and stuff yeah I mean I'm a I'm a man now and I'm not gonna have like <laughs> I'm not gonna have these outbursts in front of uh you know all of uh these people from back home and just all the uh other people in the arena you know what I mean he was a good player back in his playing days. Uh, mm-hmm. Did he uh, tell you any good uh, stories from the the glory, his glory days? 
Yeah, for sure. He's got a good couple. I mean, he's got a couple that he's his his go tos, I guess you could say. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think we're you're trying to keep it PG on here. We gotta maybe have an after hours show or something. <laughs> I still remember the newspaper clippings of when they won that uh, oh. Northern Ontario. <laughs> I, I hear about it all the time from my clipping. cousins. <laughs> it yeah, was like they uh celebrated too long and too hard on that championship team oh man did you hear about us losing the cup the rupert river cup yeah uh, yeah a years back man one of the guys about jeremy he didn't he didn't make it out he was supposed to i think he uh ripped his groin right before the tournament jeremy solomon wesley i don't know what he was thinking he's tying this cup up with like a shoestring and lost it in the middle of the bay somewhere they went back the next day and found it um that's that's hilarious um your trip from uh Moosonee to saskatoon uh tell us about your road trip because it's Jeez. unlike most of these teams that <laughs> went to the freddy yeah so it started with the uh you know the five-hour train ride to get out of here you got to do that first and then you overnight in cochran and then uh, Cochrane's about eight, nine hours to uh, Toronto. And then, you know, overnight there. And then Toronto to Sask was, I think, three, four hours. I don't know. That time change messed me up. That was crazy, though. Caught a Jays game in between there. So, you know, I'll take that one. <laughs> and for those listeners who don't know, um, to get from Moose Factory to Moose in the Youth, usually take a boat during during the summer so yeah. so you got like taking your, a boat to the rink this year yeah so you got your plane your train your boat and your vehicle so you're traveling for different for different ways of transportation so yeah oh. it's all good though are you guys uh gonna go back yeah yeah for yeah, sure I think the boys are pretty pumped you know yeah. i think it uh I mean, this tournament did a lot, even for some of the guys, you know, getting getting some guys back in shape. And, you know, I think they're going to get even better in shape. So I'm excited to, you know, see what kind of team we ice next year. I think our imports are, you know, pretty hungry to get back on there with us because I think, like, we all watched the last game and yeah. you know, we we knew how close we were. And, you know, it's tough with a tournament like that where you could play, like, four games in a, in a Sunday, you know what I mean? Because – yeah. I think you're seeing probably the best hockey of the day, like in those first and second games of the day. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, for sure. Like everybody's human. You know, you just you you tire out. What advice would you give young players? Say they're 15, 16, and then they're uh, starting to play their junior career. What would uh, what would you tell the young guys? Man, just just play it out. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. don't. Uh, you know, look for advice on uh, some, some like, I had no idea what NCAA eligibility was. You know what I mean? When I yeah. went into that situation, you know, if I was, you know, better educated on it and know what options you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's important. And do good in school. Cause you know, having good grades is, it just makes everything easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, school's, school's huge. Like, like you is, can, yeah. you can keep playing hockey till you're like 20, 24, 25, you know, going to school. So 
why not especially as indigenous people you know i think it's attractive to schools that we get our school paid for so yeah use that to your advantage you know be proud of who you are you know yep for sure okay before we finish the our interview we'll finish with our uh, five rapid niche questions all right uh, question one baked or fried bannock Jeez. I'd have to say fried, but I'm on a stick is the best. Yeah, that's, that's the way to too. go. That's the way to go. Bannock on yeah. a stick over an open fire. Yeah, like one of the one of the OGs back in the day. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know uh, how it is. Yeah. Number three, <laughs> ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't even. Uh, I didn't even know who that was to be honest really? until this this Freddy tournament. I didn't know who who he was until I moved to, like, to the moved Kenora down. area. I was like, yeah, what King you... in the North. They call the King of the North. Yeah, he's yeah. really big. They should put they should put Northwest in brackets there or something. They should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to <laughs> King of the North. Uh, fourth question: Indian taco or Bannock burger? Bannock burger, Bannock burger. Someone put uh, someone put uh, spaghetti sauce on an Indian taco for me one time, and it's kind of it's, it's kind of ruined it for me for a little bit. Maybe in a couple of years I'll try it again. That's weird, yeah. Fifth and last question: Can you jig? Oh no, no, I can't jig. No, definitely not. Not even close. I'm uh, I'm a bit of a wall grinder when I'm at the <laughs> when I'm at the bar. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, All right. Thanks, Caden, for coming on the show. Uh, I appreciate uh, you taking the time coming on the show and being able to be on the same schedule (laughs) because I know our schedules uh, didn't work a couple of times. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. No worries. It was fun, man. I I enjoy the podcast. You know, it's nice to. It's nice to listen to you know some uh, some Indians throw a, chuck it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's for a, it's, sure. it's different. Like I, I'm a big podcast guy, and you guys have kind of made it up the rotation. I guess you can say like <laughs> I'm I'm really eager to listen to your guest stuff, and I like what you're doing, and it's uh, you know really refreshing to hear uh, other people's stories. That's for sure. That means a lot since uh, we're from the same area and yeah, our families have sure. been have known each other for many many years so yeah thanks for the yeah. words and uh we'll talk to you again did that sweater fit i know uh bees gave you like an extra medium there yeah he gave me a large I was like, what the heck man i tried to put it on in the hotel i couldn't even get my arms through but yeah the sweater is good and i okay, my mom right got me this this t-shirt so no way right on always, i think always, we'll be coming over there with some merch next year too so right on uh yeah let me oh you already got a hoodie eh so yeah i did i've been wearing it around too i've been getting some uh i've been getting some compliments so i got we're we're getting t-shirts so i'll uh right on the t-shirt you're away there sounds good man all right thanks for joining the show oh man thanks take care you too recording in progress hey guys uh welcome back from the interview that was uh I could say, but Bush can't. That was a well, good interview. Caden? Uh, it probably was. I, I have no doubt Trevor made a good interview, made a good impact on him. 
we mentioned on the interview that how we made our res hockey top five before the Freddie, and we listed as we listed Moose Creek First Nation as one of the five top teams. Yeah. And a lot of people gave us shit feedback. Yeah. But I was right. You were but right. For all those doubters that yep. disagreed with me, suck it. <laughs> yep. Um, they're going to be going to be again there next, next week, year. Yep. And- or next week. Next year. <laughs> next. next week. You so, know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Next tournament. So as we're on oh. video right now with Zoom and you can't see, it. but I'm wearing my Moose Cree scrappers. Yes, he is. I endure. I uh, I support I, that. Oh, you know what? I, you know what? We I would like to do and give a shout out to uh, uh, the Freddie Trophy. New, you know where we spent the weekend with? Yeah, yeah. I give a shout out to all the Norway House boys that played in that tournament. Uh, they're hitting on social media where he was, where he was fishing with them, and he was. Uh, it was pretty nice. It's pretty cool. That's for sure. Um, okay, with the yeah, so as, as I mentioned, a lot of people disagreed with our top five, but I'm sure come next year, people are gonna know who Moose Cree First Nation Moose Cree yeah. Scrappers are and just what they bring to what they're gonna bring to the table. So, can't wait for next year already, man. That's gonna be I sick. Know. Uh, last week, Bush uh, hinted that. He was going to make an OnlyFans page. <laughs> I'm still hinting. And our uh, friend of the show, our bro Trev from Brandon, Manitoba, made our uh, top five list for this week. So um, this week's Res Hockey top five list is top five Bush's OnlyFans names. So names that Bush will have if he was going to. When he makes his OnlyFans uh, when, profile. When, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is pretty funny. I, I laughed the whole time when he sent me this list. It was hilarious. Number five, Tonan the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Tonan the Barbarian. Uh, number four, Toe jobs by Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is, these are all actual, like, good, legit names. These are legit. Like, like Tonan. Tonan. <laughs> okay, number three. This little piggy went to the bush. <laughs> See? That's a good one. Your little... This little piggy went to the bush. I like <laughs> that. That's good. Uh, number two for top five Bush's only fan names. Number two is Bush Clips. Bush <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one, too. Yeah. And then number one name for the top five Bush's only fans names is Major Toe Jam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plan words. I got to take a towel you. for that. I like that. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Trev, for your top five list. Thank that you, was, Trevor. That's pretty sweet. And if anyone has a top five list they want us to uh, say on the Sorry. air, shoot us a message, man. We're yeah. more than happy to uh, 
give out share your top five list because sometimes i draw a blank when i'm trying to come up with this top five and bush is just flexing right now <laughs> with his light skin shoulders so uh this uh couple weeks well last week we had a bunch of indigenous players go to these nhl development camps yeah it was good to see a lot of good pictures of guys like connor roulette damon gardner yeah there was a guy that He's Métis, and he went to Edmonton Oilers rookie camp. I can't remember his name, but I saw on his social media that he was. They were posting pictures, and that's cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. If you went to a development camp, what brand of equipment would you wear? Like you got your, everyone knows your CCM, your Bauer, yeah. your True, your Warrior. That's pretty much all the gloves, eh? Like, yeah. Your or go win, eagle, eagle gloves. Eagle, yeah. Winwell, Jofa, Winwell, yeah. Cooper, CCM, Oakley, yeah. Oakley, oh yeah, Nike, yeah. <laughs> what brand would you go with? Are you like a loyalty guy? I'm always, loyalty guy. I'll always get the same brand of gloves and pants. whoever's on sale. Are you? Are you just a cheap guy like that? I'm a cheap guy like that. Yeah. Really? Except gloves. It's gotta be eagle. Eagle or true. True. Yeah. I'm a CCM guy. Everything I buy, I'll wear, I'll buy the same brand because you want to look good, look good, feel good, play good. Yeah, that's right. Well, because like I got CCM gloves, helmet, pants, except my skates. Team true. But with you, what you got your true gloves? Yeah. Your CCM pants, no CCM helmets. And Bauer skates, yeah, you're kind of all over the place, man. My jerseys, you know. <laughs> like, we know a guy here in Kenora. He's from Nisatrawan, uh, which is just outside Kenora. He's uh, head-to-toe, Bauer, everything. Yeah. He's loyal. Uh, he's loyal to Bauer. If it, sometimes if, it, if it's a good fit, then why not? Don't, don't, don't stray from it. Yeah, like if you're if you love that company so much, like if it's gonna make you feel good, play good, yeah. look good, keep wearing it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever just wear the one like CCM everything, or are you just okay? That's a fifty percent off. I'm gonna buy that. I don't give a shit. Probably if it uh if it if it if it's done, well, I know. All right now at this stage of the game, if if it fits well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Like shin pads right now. I'm looking at a good pair of shin pads. If it if they fit nice, I don't care the price. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. But you know the saying that you always pay for quality, right? Like yeah, absolutely. a good pair of shin pads are 200 bucks, they're but they're right. top of the line and yeah. they'll last for years. I figure uh my, my next pair of shin pads will, will be the last pair of shin pads I buy. That's what I said about my, my skates, age. my yeah. true skates, but the damn well, yeah. things are falling apart. Well, you didn't pay for them. What what what's the matter to you? Yeah, true, but I get it, true. I <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, but I don't know. That's what I said about those skates, and they're starting to fall apart. Like, damn it. But I'm the type of guy that I'll pay for an expensive pair of skates because I mm. want them to last. Like, if you buy a $1,000 pair of skates, you know they're going to last for a couple of years. 
Yeah. Compared to if you go to Canadian Tire and you buy a shitty pair of $60 skates, skates yeah. you're going to wear out within that year. Or in one tournament that one of our teammates did. Yeah. We, a guy on our beer league team, he lost. Not like, mentioning names. Not please. mentioning names, but his name is Larry Taylor. He lost like two pairs of skates. Well, he went through two pairs of skates yeah. in one year, but he lost one because he was all intoxicated. Yeah, but um, he bought a pair of skates at Canadian Tire, and his plan was to take him back after the game. So he kept the take on it. <laughs> what a dumbass. Oh, it was a, you know what? It, it's a good plan, but I don't think it was, uh, you know, I don't think he executed as well as he thought it would be. He would. I did that one time. Uh, I had to do uh, a boot dance at my sister's, my sister Aaron's wedding. If you, For those who don't know what a boot dance is, a boot dance is uh, the older sibling has to do a dance. So I'm older than my sister Aaron. And it's for those who aren't married yet. So I was older than I was. Then so I was wasn't married, and I had to do a, a dance at uh, her reception. But you wear rubber boots, and during that song, people will put money in your rubber boots and uh-huh. dance. And my brother Sean and I, we had to wear one boot each because we weren't married, and I got like seven hundred bucks just from like that three minute <laughs> song. Uh, anyways, but I. Uh, with the spirit Halloween, because her favorite character was Minnie Mouse, or is oh, it yeah. favorite character? So I dressed up as in a Minnie Mouse uh, dress and hat and stuff like that, and stockings. And I did the dance, and I left the tag on because after that dance, I was going to take back that dress. And sure enough, <laughs> it worked. I kept the tag on, and I ended up taking back that Minnie Mouse dress, which was like 50 bucks. I got 50 bucks back. And, but yeah, that was cool, though. Like, you never you never heard of that dance before, eh? Like no. Nope. Uh, if you guys have any cool uh, stories, like uh, cool things you guys do at weddings in your part of your neck of the woods, let us know because it's cool. Like that's more like a, I guess a Cree thing in our area, just a boot dance. Like I know a guy that he made like nine hundred bucks. For the, when he danced at his sister's wedding, I was like, "Shit, That's a good coin!" It is just. I think my brother made like two hundred bucks, and I made, <laughs> and I made like seven hundred bucks. So I made like way more than him. So I remember just finding money all over when I was <laughs> money in my gifts so was just waking up. Money's money, man. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yeah, I bet. No, yeah, that's a popular tradition back home in Moose Factory, Moose is the boot dance, which takes place at weddings. So, mm-hmm. I think there's a video on Facebook of me doing that boot dance. So I'll post it on our uh, Res Hockey Facebook page. Really? Eh? Yeah, I think my cousin Charlie, she has. Uh, uh, a video of me coming in and dancing, so I'll post it. Mm-hmm. So something, something cool. Uh, okay, I got a message from a guy. 
uh, from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. His name's Charlie Murray. Um, I got to know Charlie over over the last while, and he works with the Sioux College men's hockey team. Uh, Sioux College is a small school, but it's a really good school in the in the Sioux. And he is wanting me to help look for players to play for the college, their college hockey team. Uh, their men's teams plays in, play in the American College Hockey Association, ACHA Division II. Um, they go all over Michigan. They go to the Nat. They've been good enough to go to the Nationals the last couple of years. So if any men, any young Indigenous men, uh, 18 plus with junior experience want to play college hockey, uh, shoot me a message and I'll uh, forward you Charlie's info. I think this is he's really pushing the help Indigenous Métis and Inuit players go to that college, play at that college level. It's good hockey, and I think it's that we should take avail, uh, take mm-hmm. take available, uh, take advantage take of this advantage, opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, shoot me a message and I'll forward you. Um, it's a good program. Sioux St. Marie is a good city. Um, it's right on the border of across the river from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you play one good year there, you could move up, say, a Division a division 3 or a Division 1 team. See, you, you could move up, up the ranks and go to, say, like Minnesota Duluth, Northern Michigan University. There's always that possibility of moving up so it's just get your foot in the door and just yeah keep on working and hopefully you can move up that college ranks so i think it's a good good opportunity for a lot of you young guys to take advantage of and play hockey while you're getting your education like yeah play two years there you can take police foundations or your bachelor of nursing and there if you don't want to play hockey you can go be a cop or a nurse or dental hygienist anything so right absolutely so yeah that's a good uh opportunity for you guys you guys in quotation marks can i say that you guys you can say you guys yeah yeah you just can't say you people oh because that's what uh don cherry got in trouble for no, I thought he said you guys. No, he said you people. Oh, and I miss Don uh, Cherry. Do you miss Don miss Cherry? Don, yeah, I miss him. Yeah, absolutely, I do. The first intermission of like the Stanley Cup Finals, it was boring. You got well, yeah. Kevin Bieksa was good, but there's only so much I could listen and be able to hear Elliot Freeman before I wanted to yeah throw something at the TV. I mean, I'm not even with uh, Jennifer Butterfield. Like, I'm not sexist, but there's only so much I can listen to yeah. these commentators before. I know, like, it's. I know they get prompted to talk about something, and it's just like they're making her talk about the most dry subject. It's like, you know. know what? Just give her some more material. Like, come on. <laughs> And one thing I hope, I hope Sportsnet doesn't uh, allow Peter Maguire to talk like that because Peter <laughs> Maguire is now with Sportsnet and watching that NHL draft was totally pissing me off. Oh, sorry. So, 
Yeah, hopefully he doesn't work the TV and just, I don't know. I'm not going to watch Sportsnet or is that <laughs> CBC too, right? Yeah. Jeez, come on, guys. What would you sign all people, like of all the people you sign Pierre Maguire? <laughs> I know. Oh, eh? He just, I don't know. He bugs me. It bugs a lot of people, man. You're, you don't feel special because you because you feel single out. Because I do want to feel special. You say, <laughs> what if I do want to feel special? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Bush us last. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you. Yeah. Well, uh, yesterday I just returned from a little trip. I went to Country Thunder in outside Regina. Outside, it was in Craven, Saskatchewan. That was pretty. Cool. If uh, if you're not a country fan, you shouldn't go uh, experience that. That I'm not a country fan. Country no, how come you don't like a country man? I just don't like it. It's good. Like we went to go see Morgan Wallen. He puts on a good show, man. No idea. Morgan Wallen, uh, Hardy was there. It was. It was. Some of it was good. I mean, like the music was good, but my son and I, we took the shuttle from Regina, which was a half hour. Yeah. We waited outside for like a good hour and it was like plus 35. And there was like no shade. We were out in the open in a park mall parking lot waiting for shuttle. Oh. And on the way that back, sucks. we waited like three hours in line to get shuttle back to Regina from 12 a.m. We didn't get back. We got on the bus like after three. Yeah. Three in the morning. That's horrible. And, like, that's a. <laughs> it was such a pain in the ass. And the thing is, like, no Ubers or cabs were coming out to pick up anyone. Like, like cabs here and there, but not on a consistent basis. And I didn't want to drive out there either because I knew parking was going to be a yeah. ass. Like, every. Uh, music festival parking's a, a joke. Yeah. So we decided, hey, take the shuttle. It's gonna you don't have to wait in traffic and no, we had to wait in line for three <laughs> fucking hours. Well, good thing it wasn't raining. We'd be totally fine. That'd be a that'd be a really really bad experience. But it was probably maybe around 15, 18 the uh, the temperature, so it was cool enough. But if you're gonna make a shuttle shuttle run have yeah. more than two buses just going back and forth within a half hour drive right you get mm-hmm. like four to six on each like one run i think they only had two buses so it was a shitty man the <laughs> line was so long but other than that the music was good it was as everywhere else the food was overpriced four dollars for a bottle of water but the music was good. I totally recommend to go see Morgan Wallen, man. That guy's. You should. Uh, what do you listen? You got Spotify or you got Apple? No, got I got Apple? I got YouTube Music. On your phone? Yeah. You don't listen to music I'm on a Spotify? Google. Oh. No, I don't. I pay for my music. Well, you can pay for it on Spotify. No, I, I don't like Spotify. Why? Because I like I like my YouTube Music. YouTube. Android. Yeah. Oh. Zori. Like <laughs> hit a nerve or something. Yeah. Now, yeah, next question, please. 
<laughs> would you ever go to Apple? Would I go over to Apple? Yeah. No. Why? Because I like Android. I like the fact that if, if I need more memory, I can buy a, a micro SD card and insert it into my camera. Whereas Apple iPhones don't give you that option. Oh, yeah, true. So geek alert, geek alert. <laughs> Boy, another shitty thing about that damn festival. You're swearing a lot this cast, man. <laughs> it's in the valley. Okay. So my fucking Rogers or T-Bay telephone wasn't got no signal mm, at all. Yeah. But like yeah. The, like that Sask, Sasktel and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They got reception. They got signals and but not shitty rogers and tb tell <laughs> hey i was watching some conspiracy oh uh, boy Here videos of that fucking rogers blackout yeah did you have you been watching that no it's pretty interesting makes you think like is it really was that really planned by the government oh jeez it wasn't rogers it was the government yeah. that did that how many people were affected by that? Like millions oh. and millions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it totally uh, shows you how dependable people are with social media and their mm-hmm. cell phones. Right. Yeah. Their bank cards. Like I had no money. I had to go to the bank machine and pull money out. <laughs> like who carries cash nowadays? No kidding. Like, I feel bad sometimes when we go to a light, like when we're in Winnipeg and people are asking for change. It's like, sorry, man, I don't hold change. Like, I don't have change or cash. It's just, it's, it just shows you how people are dependable on things like that. You should watch it. It's on TikTok, man. Start, start watching some of that conspiracy shit. It's interesting. It makes you really think. What is the government up to? What is Pierre Trudeau? <laughs> no, is that oh. fucking Pierre Trudeau? No, that's his dad. What's her prime minister's name? <laughs> what? What's who's our prime minister? Can we what's, go to the next episode? What's Justin? Justin Trudeau. I said fucking Pierre. <laughs> Oh, you oh, fuck. Okay, let's get out of here now, man. Yeah, I think it's uh, on that on that note. Yeah, on that note, when you start saying Pierre Trudeau, it's time to get the fuck out of here. So mm-hmm. we're swearing, I'm swearing. I he think, is swearing a lot, a lot this episode. The last he, I think he's angry. No, I'm not angry. Just for the last five episodes or so, I've been in, trying not to swear, but I need to get this swearing out. So next episode, no swears. I need to not... I guess you can yeah. say not really vent. I mean, vent swears. Yeah. So I must have swore like fifty times. Yeah. Sorry to uh, Dave out in Westwana, who's <laughs> from us was from Westwanapi for swearing lots. So yeah, let's get the f out of here. Uh, thanks yeah. again, Caden, for coming on, being a guest on the show, and uh, anything else before we. Leave? Uh, just that we're playing hockey in a couple weeks, so stay tuned for pictures. Yes, and we're going to go live. Oh, we're uh, going live, all right. 
when I play Bush. Yeah. I'm going to get someone on the bench to record and I'm going to give Bush a big two-hander. Where do I'm you want sure. it? In the ankle? In the leg? In the, in the uh, yeah. In my kangaroo. In the gloves? Right, in the gloves. Or do you want it right in the shoulder? I don't. It just surprised me. <laughs> Are you going to wear shoulder pads? No, I never wear shoulder Maybe pads. Maybe I'll fucking hit pads. you in a corner. And boom. <laughs> just swearing. Just swearing that guy. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, we, too bad. I don't know how to make a poll in uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't make a poll. Where do you want me to slash Bush when we play him in old timers? <laughs> old timers. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, man. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Take care. Take care of each other. Take care of each other. Yeah. Wash your hands. No, no, this the stuff's not going away. To wash your hands. Be careful. Yeah. So. We'll uh, see you guys next week. So peace. Yes, we will. Peace out. <laughs>